What's up, witches and bitches? Welcome back to yet another episode of The Spiritual Witch. I'm your host, Michelle. I am The Spiritual Witch. Back at it again with yet another episode. But before we begin, let's start with our spiritual announcements. If you guys want to support me, you can start with monthly donations, which will allow me to create more engaging content more frequently that can be accessed on more platforms. Send me a voice message. This can allow me to hear what you have to say and you may be featured on a future episode. Make sure to download or subscribe to Apple Podcasts so this podcast will show up more when people search for me. Alright guys, let's get into today's episode. So if you guys don't know this, I have a daughter and I've gotten her a couple of witch books. There's a couple of little baby witch books that are out there like the Mind Body Baby series, and another one that I found really interesting. It's called C is for Coven. It's available on Amazon Books. I'll put a link down in the description. But I thought that it would be really cool to do like a a mini-series about this. (laughs) For some of the newbie witches out there, or maybe some of you guys who've been doing this for a while can get some good tips, or if you guys have an idea, you know, share it with me. I can always add it on my Instagram, or put it in another episode. Anyway, so the book is called C is for Coven. It's an ABC book, and it's the ABCs of witchcraft, and I thought it was really cool. And I wanted to do an episode basically about each thing. So we're going to go all the way to Z. And when I'm done with it, I'm going to share some of my favorite episodes. So the first letter is A, obviously. Now, A can pretty much be for almost anything. Athame, amethyst, you name it. But in this case, it's altar. So today we're going to be talking about altars and what they are, what they're used for, and how you can incorporate one. Maybe you don't have one yet. Maybe you're looking to get one. Now there's a few different kinds of altars out there and some of them are more interesting than others and some of them are more useful than others. I'm just going to be going over some of the ones that I've heard and mine. <laughs> if you guys don't know and you haven't seen it yet, I do have an Instagram at the one spiritual witch. Um, number one, not O-N-E, just the number. Um, But you can check me out there, and I have an entire tour of my altar there, and it's really awesome. You can see all the different tools and the things that I use on there. But anyway, let's get into what an altar is. An altar is a magical space. It's a space that you kind of create for yourself to be able to use um, like your tools or to kind of sit and meditate and just kind of connect with yourself, your higher self, spirit, God, the universe, whatever you want to call it. You connect with yourself and spirit. That's what I call it. (laughs) And basically you can put anything that you want on your altar. It really depends on the kind of witch you are and where you're practicing as well. A kitchen witch isn't really going to have an altar in the garden. (laughs) And a garden witch probably isn't going to have their altar in the kitchen. And a cottage witch may have their altar be their entire house. So as far as where you're going to put your altar at, it really depends on you and what your preferences are. So my altar personally is in my bedroom. However, there are some witches out there that prefer to use their altars in the very forefront of their home. So right when you walk in, you can see the altar. Or perhaps you have it in the garden. Maybe you have it in the kitchen. (laughs) Like I just said, maybe it's in the living room. Mine is in my bedroom. There are those out there that say you should never put an altar in your bedroom. 
fuck that. (laughs) Everybody's different. Everybody's unique. And not everybody can be out there and loud and proud pagans. So mine's in my bedroom. And is it a little more loud and proud? It is now, but it didn't always be loud and proud. So I started with a really small um, side table. And you can definitely start with a side table. Uh, You can get them off of Ikea. You can even go to Goodwill. Mine was found off of Goodwill. My original altar was. Now, I'm not talking about my new one. Uh, My new one is green and very beautiful and tall and just my favorite thing on the planet right now. But my other altar, my previous altar, which I absolutely love, was actually found at Goodwill. And my brother had it for a really long time and that was his side table for a really long time until he moved out and then he left it at the house and I took it and it was a really unique piece of furniture so I decided I was going to use it for my altar. Now it is a little small and I'm okay with that. (laughs) I like having um, a nice small space. I'm not going to have a big long desk. Now of course you can and you can have an altar set up for different things. So you can have an altar set up for, um, you know, if you are a witch that's working with the ocean or like a water witch or something like that, you can have an altar set up for that. You can have an ancestor altar. You can have an altar that's dedicated to a deity. You can have an altar that's dedicated to like the fae if you're working for the fae or for familiar, if you have a familiar that you're wanting to give energy to. There's all sorts of different things that you can use an altar for. It really just depends on the kind of witch that you are, and if you are in the Wiccan practice. So me personally, I'm in the Wiccan practice, so I have an altar specifically for Wicca. And not a lot of people, you know, they don't really practice Wicca. Some of them do, some of them don't. But not a lot of people want to set up an altar in the way that you do with Wicca. There's a lot of specifics and things that you have to do with Wicca. And I won't really get into all of those things. Because you have to have certain tools and certain things like an athame and a wand and all these other different kinds of things. I think you have a pentacle at the top to represent spirit and a thame to represent fire a cauldron to represent water, I'm sorry, a chalice to represent water, and then you have a wand to represent air. And those are the things that you would typically use. However, you don't have to do it that way, and I am a Wiccan, and I don't do it that way. (laughs) I have things to represent the elements. So I'll give you an example of some things that I use to represent the elements. So I have two parrots, if you guys don't know. And birds tend to do this thing where they molt their feathers. And molting is basically when they, it's like a dog, when they shed their old coat and they get their new coat in. It's the same thing with feathers. Feathers end up getting used and they can't have their feathers for the rest of their lives. So they get new feathers in. So I have a bunch of their old feathers and I use it to represent air on my altar. So that for me is sufficient enough to be a representation of air. Now air can be representational for anything that you would like to do. Um, You can use anything you feel would represent air for you. So an incense is a really good idea because it's got the smoke and that's why you smudge because it has all four of the elements involved with smudging. You have the seashell to represent water. You have the actual stick to represent earth. You have you light it on fire, which is fire. And then it has the smoke, which represents air. 
So you can use almost anything to represent air. You can use a chicken feather, an eagle feather, any kind of feather if you really want to. And you can also use a different kind of like stone or crystal. I'm not the best with stones or crystals, but I'm sure that there's one out there that could represent air. I think citrine might be one or yellow amethyst. I can't remember. Um, and then I just have a basic candle that I use to represent fire, of course. And then if you don't have the ability to light candles, like I don't always light my candle when I'm doing spell work or things like that. Sometimes I'll light it, but not all the time because it's not good for my birds and it's not good just in general to be inhaling smoke and stuff like that. So sometimes I'll use an electric candle or sometimes I'll use something else that can represent fire. I'll use a red candle and I won't light it or I'll just have my little element, my little symbol drawn, my triangle that is pointing up with a line through it to represent fire. And that is one of the things that you can definitely do um, to represent fire if you want to do that. Now, for water, I use a cauldron. <laughs> I consider water to be a very feminine element. And the cauldron, yes, I do burn things in it occasionally. It depends on the kind of spell I'm doing, but I also keep a little bit of water in there. Now, me personally, I like to put a little bit of rose oil in there. Or rose water. Wow, rose oil. <laughs> rose water. I put some rose water in there, and I tend to use my birthday water. Now, if you guys don't know what birthday water is, it's basically moon water that you get on your birthday. I think it's really awesome. I think it's a lot of fun and it's really cool. I can go over that a little bit later um, down the road when it's closer to my birthday and um, talk about how I get my moon water, my birthday moon water. I mean it's not too difficult but I'll go over it if you guys want. And then, of course, I have something to represent Earth. So me, personally, I've got a little chalice with some sand in it, some ocean sand and some little seashells because I really like the beach. And I'm just one of those beachy people. But I've got some seashells in there and some sand and it's just a little chalice thing. But notice how I said the chalice was supposed to be used for water, but I'm using it for Earth and typically the cauldron is used for fire and not water. Well, at the end of the day, it's my practice, and I can decide whatever the hell I want to use it for. And if I want to use it for that, then that's what I'm going to use it for. Um, and like I said, you can put rose water into your water for the spell that you're using, and you can switch up the smell of your water if you're using that for your craft for the different sabbats of the year, and e-sabbats for the year. So I've got Bayberry Spice for Yule, and then I've got an awesome Banishing for Sawin. <laughs> I know it's for banishing, but it smells amazing, and every time I think of it, I think of Samhain, or Halloween, as I had celebrated it when I was a child, and it's just my absolute favorite holiday. Now, how do I celebrate my altar and decorate it for the seasons? You can do this in many ways. You can actually put different things on there. During Litha, I typically have a little bee pin that I'll put on there with a couple of flowers. During you know, Ulstara, put a couple of eggs around my altar, different different colored eggs, and I'll have some selenite on there, and it looks really pretty. During Yule time, I have a little white tree that I put on there. I really like it. You know, during the winter months, your life tends to get a little bit hectic and a little bit busy, so I kind of keep my decorations minimal. <laughs> Plus, some of the things that remind me of Yule is 
red and green are Christmas colors. But I really like to put a nice red cloth on there. I almost always have a red cloth on there because it reminds me of my wedding and I had burgundy for my wedding and I just fucking loved it and I just can't live without my burgundy color. So I almost never change my altar cloth. I really want to um, change it to something a little bit more light and airy, something that has the goddess and I have the perfect one on there. Or the perfect one that I'm going to be putting on there very soon. It's so pretty. And I love it. But, um, where was I? Oh yeah, altar cloths. That's one of the ways that you can definitely decorate your uh, altar as well. You can also put, like, little things on there like I was mentioning before, like acorns and nuts and things like that. I am a basement dweller and I live in the basement. My husband and I don't sleep in the same room because he snores loudly, very loudly. And so I can't always sleep with him because I can't deal with the snoring and I will never get any fucking night's sleep and it drives me absolutely insane. Now I have two smaller kind of desk-like areas right next to my altar. The one on the left is my ex-altar, my old altar. The other table that I used to use, I don't know what to call it. It's the other table that I used to use. And I am going to be using that to put like my book of shadows on it and to put really like nice things on there. So right now currently I have um, my, uh, my ring that I had gotten V and I'm going to be, I'm trying to petition her to be my familiar, but that's a whole other episode. So I've got her on there right now and I am offering up energy and just like things like that for her. And, you know, I'm kind of trying to work with her on a couple of things. So for right now, that is her space and that is her area. Um, and then on the other side, I've got a little, like, desk that I can pull out. It's like a little drawer that you can kind of pull out, and you can work on that space as well. It's really, really cool, and I freaking love it. And all this stuff, so my old altar was, like, free, and the one that I had just gotten was, like, $10, I think, on Facebook Marketplace. Like, look at your Facebook Marketplace. If you're looking for an altar, just look up, like, cabinet, if you're into that kind of stuff, or shelf. <laughs> shelf can be a really good one. Um, but yeah, and then the one next to it, I also got a Facebook marketplace for like 15 bucks. So you can find stuff really cheap. Um, even Ikea, like you can go to Ikea and get like a, you know, something for like 30 bucks at Ikea and it can look really nice. It just depends on how you're going to put it up and how you're going to set everything up. I've become a lot more particular about the kinds of books and, um, tarot cards that I get because I was collecting a lot of those things before and now I'm kind of sitting here like, you know, I'm not really a newbie. I have a podcast and all those kinds of things. So I've got that stuff like right next to my altar. Some people use their altar as like a proper altar setup and some people like use it to put all their witchy shit and that's just kind of what they do. Um, I read a story about a young lady who had an altar and it was like right by her front door and she used to just kind of throw her keys on her altar and then just come home and be like, oh, such a long day at work. And I totally get it. Long day at work. I got you. But there are certain things that you do and don't do in a sacred space. <laughs> Um, you don't throw your keys on there. We'll get into altar etiquette in one minute. 
Um, another thing that I've got on my altar is just like a little stand that I do my spells on. It's like a, I don't know, I think it's $30 on Amazon now. But it's just like this little green stand and it's got a little tree on it and it's really pretty. And then I have something to represent the god or the goddess. Which to me is the masculine and feminine side of the world. So yin and yang, you know, man, woman, kind of the elements. I have a dragon to represent man. And then I have a beautiful clear quartz crystal that is huge to represent um, feminine things. And then I've got, currently, I've got some runes on there. So you can always put runes or tarot cards. You know, I've got my three cards spread um, that I do occasionally and then I've got my one card that I pick and then like this just encourages me to use my tarot deck more which is really awesome. I like to see my little card holders to be filled with some sort of cards at all times, at all hours, every day. <laughs> and then I will have candles in front of it and, and all that kind of stuff. I have really, I have a really cool black one that I had lit for George Floyd and it really melted very beautifully and now I use it as a nice one reminder of him and his life and kind of like a little dedication to him and two it just looks really fucking cool uh I know that's like totally a fucking tangent but like these are just some of my altar things like just to give you an idea and you know if you are in the broom closet let's say you're in the broom closet like what are you going to do for an altar then there's so many ideas so many different things that you can do you can put an altar in a shoe box you can put all these things in a shoe box and you can take it out when you need it you can have something called a traveling altar traveling altars are really fucking cool and i really want to make one of these so a traveling altar is basically you can get like a box um, you can use the shoe box if you want to. You can get like a like an altar cloth or just a cloth if you want to. And you can like wrap up all these different items that you want in it. Or you can put all those things in a shoe box and you can take it with you. Or you can put it all under your bed until you're ready to be using it. Some people don't want their altar to be shown all the time. Some people are in the broom closet. Some people just like to have a ni nice, neat area, house like my husband. And I'm very eclectic and... I like to have things laying around sometimes. <laughs> That's just kind of who I am as a person. But yeah, anyway, so like those are the different kinds of things that you can have as far as like an altar set up kind of thing. Um, there's different ways that you can have it like out. You can put it in your bedroom and you can put things under your bed. You can store things in different places. Me personally, I really like to have locked cabinets and locked things because one, I like keys. <laughs> so weird to say. I like keys. I like antique looking things. Um, but I also have a young child who is probably going to start being curious about this kind of stuff. And I don't know if you guys know this or not, but essential oils, I think I said this in my video too, I'm never going to say this enough, but essential oils, if you swallow those and you get enough of those things, that's a trip to the emergency room right there. That can be life-threatening, that can be serious. So all those kinds of things that are like that, um, or that I just don't want her to get her hands on, right now and when she's a little older those things are locked away um, especially if I ever get nathame or something like that that will 100% be locked away ritualistic knives and things like that need to be locked away from small children it's just kind of how it goes but um, 
these are like different ways that you can set up your altar and different things that you can do um, to make your altar space um, yours. I personally like to look at very pretty things and I like to look at a lot of pretty things very like at once, you know, and that's very much like how I am. I started from a really tiny corner and it's grown like she has multiplied and she is taking over my fucking room, <laughs> which I don't mind. I do not mind at all. But, you know, there's also, like, different things that you can get at different places, too. So don't feel like you're stuck. You're never stuck, like, getting stuff at just, like, metaphysical shops or, you know, mom, pa, witchy shops, which are really awesome to go to. Go to those shops rather than going to the big box kind of store setup things. I don't know. We have a metaphysical shop down the road. But everything that they have is really overpriced and... <laughs> I don't like going in there as much because it's so expensive and I only get the like spell of the month stuff like two times a year at this point because it's so fucking expensive. Anyway, so I started with a really tiny table and I was so excited to be a witch and I didn't really know what to do. And, you know, you read all the witch books and everyone will tell you this. Oh, you know, you need to get a wand and a thame, a cauldron, some candles, but all this stuff is very expensive. So I've been collecting for six years and I didn't start out getting a wand and all these different things. It was weird. So many people will say, oh, when I started, I wanted to get this, 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 and that. I didn't want to get it all. I kind of was happy with what I had. I grabbed a handkerchief and I said, this is my altar space and I'm going to be happy with what I've got. And I didn't have a lot. And the next day I went to one of those metaphysical shops and I thought, you know, what, what do I want to get? And I think the first, the first witchy thing I got was a book. And I was so happy to have that book. And I opened up my little cabinet and that's where it lived, was inside that cabinet. And I ended up drilling a hole in that cabinet and putting all sorts of locks in there and really making it my own. I had, I got a couple of necklaces and then, you know, before I knew it, I was off. And that's the thing. You know, I shop for my wand. And you can always get a new wand, but I love my wand so much. I don't ever think I'll need a new wand. And I don't really want to get a new wand. And so this is my wand that I'll have, like, until I feel like I need a new one. So, And it might be forever. But I'm not going to get that experience again if it's forever. And I got a cauldron, you know, getting your first wand, getting your first cauldron, it, you kind of have that Harry Potter experience of like, wow, this is mine. Um, you know, it's not very much like the the books start moving and pages start flying in your head, you know. It's more of like when you look in Harry's face and he's like, wow, this is mine. This is something that I now own, you know, that's really cool. And I, So it's it's something that's more like that along those lines. And getting those kinds of things, and, and if you go out and you have this big laundry list of shit you need to get, that, then it becomes less cool. <laughs> so, I got a wand, like, I think a year after I was, like, a witch and dedicated myself to the craft and stuff like that. And I have my witch, witch anniversary that I call every year, and that's where I just sit at my altar and... I get something new and that's where I consecrate wherever whatever I had gotten. So you consecrate something at your at your altar. And that's where you kind of do your workings and 
you um, work on those kinds of things. And I consecrate everything with the elements. And I start at the north. And, you know, your altar doesn't necessarily have to be sitting at the north end of the corner of the room. No, you don't need to be doing that bullshit. To be, to be honest with you, some people don't even have that privilege. So there's no reason for you to sit there and need to do this and need to do that and all those kinds of things. I'll be honest, there's some things, I have at least one thing I'm looking at right now that I bought when I was drunk. <laughs> so, there's always like one or two things here and there that, you know, you don't always need all the things for your altar, but you just make it whatever you want it to be. If you're an eclectic witch, then that's what you are. And everyone talks about how much they hate labels, but labels are really good in the sense that I, I now know what you are and I can understand what you do. You know, so if somebody says, hey, I put out fires and that's what I do for a living. Okay, so you're a fireman. <laughs> you know, you have that label to say this is what I do for a living. And it's kind of the same with the with witchcraft. I'm an eclectic witch and I am a solitary practitioner and I'm also in a coven as well. So you get a lot of information from that. And my altar is just a place that I personally go to. It's where I have a lot of peace. And it's gotten to the point where my altar is my sacred space. I don't even need to cast a circle unless I'm doing a specific kind of working. I don't even need to cast a, a circle of protection anymore because I am confident enough in my craft. And I also feel that area is safe. It's protected. It's a place that I just feel like it's home. Whenever I say, oh, I'm going to go home now, the first thing I think of is my, is my altar because that is my home. That is where I like to be, where I belong, and, and that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, and, and next to my altar, I always have my tarot card, whatever tarot card I'm fucking obsessed with or oracle deck I'm obsessed with at that point. I'll have those out. <laughs> and it's always nice to have my reading materials there. And I've got a nice um, cloth that I've kind of put up and made it look really pretty. You know. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I really enjoy just working on my altar and working on those different kinds of things at my altar. An altar for you should be somewhere that's comfortable something that you're going to want to come home to, something that you're going to want to see and, and touch and feel and, and really, like, do a lot of stuff at. So when I first got this cabinet, I originally intended for it to be a family altar, which is something that I'm going to be building at some point, is a family altar. But I loved it so much, I wanted it to be my personal altar. And it was the perfect height, and just everything matched with it, and everything just worked. So I decided, okay, I'm just going to get this altar, and this is just going to be, like, my thing. And it's it's really working out for me. It's, it's something I just kept... I, can't, I would I would make excuses to like go downstairs in the basement and and sit at my own new altar and just be in the presence of it. Um, it had such good energy about it, and I didn't even cleanse it yet. And then I had cleansed it, and it just it felt home. It felt like home, and it felt like a place that I wanted to spend a lot of my time at. And uh, yeah. I plan on making a family altar as well, one that's going to be upstairs in the main room, so when you walk in the house, okay, we're witches, 
enjoy, you know. I really wanted to have like a grimoire up there, but I don't know if I feel comfortable doing that right now. <laughs> and all the like books and, and things that I'm looking at to make that happen are really fucking expensive. So I don't know if I'm going to be doing that anytime soon. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to have a family altar and that's going to be, it's kind of going to be like a Waldorf style thing where I'm going to be really introducing Emmy to some of the elements and things like that and just showing her some of the things that we do as witches and showing her some of the ways that we decorate things. She will also have her own and I think to start what I have decided is going to be a couple of the elements and I will probably have like two candles crocheted um, one white and one black with little flames on them um, one to represent you know the god the goddess good bad um, woman man all those kinds of things just to represent those things and then I also will probably have I found these little stuffed element things. I don't know what they're called. They're like little teardrops. But one's for earth, one's for wind, one's for fire, and one's for water. And they're so fucking cute. And I thought they would be really good to show her the elements, but they also have emotions. So we can do some work with big emotions. We can do some work with the elements. And maybe I'll get her a little Harry Potter wand as well. That's like crocheted or I'll make one or something like that. Just so that she kind of has that to, um, I don't know, work with, practice. She's going to be really little and she's probably going to be teething. And I have a little stool for her to work with these kinds of things. And I'm probably going to show her a couple of things and have some pictures for her to see some pictures. And it's going to be really cool. But it's it's going to be a lot of work and all that kind of stuff. But I do think eventually she's going to be really happy with what I've chosen to, to do with her altar and stuff like that. Maybe I'll even try something a little smaller for her to start. But she will have a little kiddo altar that will be kiddo friendly. And I've got some little like craft books, like pagan craft books and pagan story tells and things like that that I want to get for her. But, you know, don't worry about getting stuff right now. We're about to head into a recession. We're about to head into some really hard times. My recommendation is go to Goodwill. Goodwill's got some awesome shit. Um, I got... Or Facebook Marketplace is really good too. I ended up getting like two two of my altars that I just mentioned. I got a giant like chest that's got, I don't know, pictures of like postcards from France on it or something like that. I keep some extra altar things in there too. Although right now I've got my daughter's like doll in there, which is really fucking cute. Um, but I've got quite a few things. Like my bookshelf is from Goodwill. And I paint I painted one of my paintings at painting it with a twist, which was a lot of fun. I was a little drunk and I painted something completely different. It's just a little door, but it's really cool looking. Um, and then let's see, what else did I get at Goodwill? Or Facebook Marketplace. Oh, the the thing that I have on my altar that's got like a little tree on it. It's like the little stand, little green tree stand that I've I've seen them on Amazon for like fifteen dollars. But I got it at Facebook Marketplace for like five dollars. 
all of my crystals were given as a gift to me from my brother, so that was really fucking awesome. And a lot of my stuff is also from Etsy, which I know a lot of people don't have a lot of money to be able to spend on that kind of stuff, but like my, my runes, my witch's runes in particular were from Etsy, and at least the set that I use constantly. I have a set that I personally like throw, I cast my runes with, and then I have another set that is like altar decor, like specifically for altar use, and not a lot of people have that. Um like functionality or ability to be able to do that kind of stuff. And then I go around and I collect a couple of things. My mom has bought me a tarot deck and she's also bought me uh, Rose Quartz Runes, which is R Rose Quartz Runes is something I'd wanted for years and I can't find them in my town. So yeah, that was something that I couldn't find forever and my mom had helped me out with that as well. Uh, a lot of the baskets and things that I put a lot of my stuff in, that is definitely from Goodwill or the Ark or whatever. Um, I try to find stuff from Hobby Lobby too, just because I know that there's such a Christian store and just to be like, fuck you. <laughs> like, fuck you. Uh, a lot of my books I've gotten on either Amazon or I've got them from a witchy shop, <laughs> kind of expensive, but you can go to thrift books, put them on your wish list. And then when your books come in, you can get them for a discounted price. Now, witchy books are a little harder. Um, pagan books are a little harder. But when they do come in, you'll be notified. And then you have the option to purchase the book then or to wait or whatever you do. I also have a jewelry box that I had gotten when I was like 12. I don't know. But <laughs> it's here and it houses all of my witchy jewelry, <laughs> which I have. So much witchy jewelry. I think I showed like half of it on um, on on my Instagram. And a lot of the little containers that I have for like salt and water and stuff like that. All that stuff is from Goodwill. You can find some really good like crystal clear quartz or whatever stuff like that off of Goodwill. I have a little tea kettle. I keep meaning to use this tea kettle, and I never fucking do, and I've had it for literally five years, and I, I've never used it, and it pisses me off. And then I have two spells that somebody had done for me. One of them is upstairs, and the other one is in my area. It's basically a money spell. I need to charge it more, though. Probably why I'm broke as fuck, because <laughs> I spent all my money on this stuff. And then I've gotten some stuff off Wish before. I should do a Wish haul and talk to you guys about the stuff I've gotten from Wish. Oh, and then one year I got, um, for my, um, witchy anniversary, I had gotten myself, like, this little blue wolf with stars and moons all over it, and it's so cute. And I looked online, it's like 50 bucks, and I got it for like four it was really cool. And I have an Oracle deck that's like $100. That was a waste of money. That one was a lot. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend going on Etsy um, for too much stuff. But, you know, if you want something unique, if you want something that looks super, like, witchy and authentic every once in a while, fucking treat yourself. Like, you deserve some things, too. You definitely deserve some stuff for yourself. You don't have to sit here and just live under everybody else's thumb. Like, I'm sure you got $10 to spare on something. 
and even if you can't find something off Etsy, sometimes Amazon has stuff that's really good, and I know we shouldn't shop at Amazon, but, I mean, when you're in a pinch, and you need something, you know? <laughs> and then I have an entire pendulum holder of just pendulums that I've gotten, either as gifts, I made one, which is really pretty, and just, you know, whatever you want to use that thing for, you can use for pendulum. I wanted the one that sat up and you could spin it, but I got one that hangs on the wall, which works a lot better because I don't have a lot of room for things, as it turns out, because <laughs> I keep getting witchy stuff. And then you're supposed to get like a chalice for the w Wiccan altar or whatever, but I have two chalices. One I never fucking use, and the other one has just earth stuff in it and dirt and things like that in it so <laughs> never gets used <laughs> never gets used for water anyway I never really know what to use for like earth so I just really like to use the the chalice filled with sand and things like that um, you can also use crystals if you really want to I've also got some vases that have not real but fake succulents in them that's really awesome to use for earth as well because that stuff comes from, you know, the earth. So you can use it as like a, a witchy thing. But yeah. So I think that's everything. <laughs> but yeah, I hope you guys got a lot from this episode. I'm sorry if I rambled too much. I didn't want this to be too formal. I just wanted to talk with you guys about some of the things I use for my altar. And like how I use my altar. You know, kind of just sitting at it, chilling. It doesn't, you don't have to go to your altar to do some formal spell casting and all that kind of stuff. You can just chill and like do your own thing there. Light some candles, cast some runes, have a glass of wine. Like, does that not sound like a fun night? Anyway, if you made it this far, thank you so much. And I will have another episode next week. Bye.